Welcome to the Fearless Mom Tribe podcast. I'm your host, Mary Westcott, a mother, wife, and mom boss. This podcast is all about helping women to build a path to chase their dreams while becoming a greater version of themselves. Every Monday, join me as I will deliver a strong dose of inspirational topics from how to become a priority in your life to creating a strong bulletproof mindset for success. If you are a busy woman on the go who is in need of a simple pick-me-up, a dose of inspiration, or motivation, look no further. Come join me on the Fearless Mom Tribe podcast. Looking forward to meeting you soon, beauty. Hello, my fellow mamas, and welcome back to another episode of the Fearless Mom Tribe podcast. I have a special guest. Her name is Melissa Rolfs. She is a holistic health coach helping women find freedom and peace with food, their bodies, and their life. Miss Melissa, how are you doing this morning? I am good. I'm a little frazzled, but I'm good, Mary. How are you? (laughs) I am good. I'm just all over the place today. There's so many things I got to get done today. So my mind is always, it's not always here. Motherhood's just always going, (laughs) but that is all good. But since it said that you are a holistic uh, health coach, give us a little bit of background about that and how you got started. Yeah, absolutely. So um, this isn't something that I feel like I chose. I feel like I very much chose me and I got into it because um, about 10 years, well, 11, 10 years ago, we had a newborn baby who was not sleeping. So I was exhausted. We also had a two-year-old who had some undiagnosed food allergies and some sensory challenges going on. My husband was traveling for work. So I felt very overloaded with just all of that. But the icing on the cake, Mary, was that I had also gotten diagnosed with PTSD from childhood trauma. So part of my healing journey through that was to meet with a naturopath and really learn about the impact of food on mood and how to heal myself from the trauma holistically and really learn about the importance of food on every aspect of health, mental health, physical health, emotional health. And because of my journey and what I discovered through my, my process and through what you know, my family went through and just the freedom that we found. Um, really felt called to pay it forward and go to school. So that's why I do what I do. (laughs) I love that. That is amazing. Um, You know, as moms, it's very important to actually find a way to heal ourselves organically and happily. And yeah, you know, with motherhood, it's just so, you know, challenging when you try to find ways what is really, you know, going through our bodies and our moods. And sometimes it can be, you know, just a lack of sleep. Sometimes it can also just be the foods that we eat. So um, I'm glad that you're here to spread some value and inspiration to our moms today. And so talk with us a little bit about like the health journey that you have actually implemented in your life and how other moms can do the same. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't believe in one size fits all. In fact, I really can't stand the way that we're marketed that this will work for you. And if you didn't know, we're all unique, we're all different. So it's really about learning to honor and listen to your body and what you need with what foods work for you, why you're reaching for foods, what's really going on. And it's really kind of a deep dive into curiosity around why do we do the things we do around food? Why do we crave what we crave? Why do we like what we like? Why do we maybe have habits around food that we don't want to have and really kind of breaking that down so that we can find freedom and be fearless around food and in our bodies and in our lives. That makes sense. Oh my gosh. Because I do know one thing that I've learned was that if you actually eat oatmeal and it it might not be for everybody, but if you eat oatmeal, Mm -hmm. like 
early in the morning, that can make you groggy in the afternoon, early afternoon. And I used to eat that. And I was like, why am I so tired by two o'clock in the afternoon? And then I actually got to talk to someone that is um, a health coach and nutrition coach. And she was like, you know, with certain oats, it will actually, it's like more of a calming mechanism. It's kind of like lavender. So like it will, you know, it will keep your body calm and things like that. And then you get tired. So I'm like, I might have to switch that up <laughs> instead of the yeah. morning at night. The other culprit could be here. I'll just show this out there is that a lot of times we'll hit that afternoon slump because we're going too fast. Our bodies are like, wait, I need a break. So even just giving yourself permission, which I think is so hard as a busy mom, like we don't want to like sit down and rest, but just give yourself permission to kind of take some deep breaths, maybe go outside just for 10 minutes and see if that maybe doesn't help either. Cause sometimes we're going too fast and our bodies are like, wait, you've overloaded me. <laughs> right. Yes. That right there. I will agree because I also, I work full-time at a battery factory mm -hmm. so that I'm on my feet eight hours a day, five days a week. Now it's six days now. Cause they're adding extra days, which I don't understand why, but they do. Um, and then, you know, I got my podcast. I got my guests. I got my daughter. I got my husband, just everything, you know? So yeah, it's very important to really give ourselves that permission to have a break, even outside, get some natural sunlight, some fresh air, be out from the house. <laughs> it's different. <laughs> People need you in the house there. People don't need you outside the house there as much, I found. <laughs> I found that out. So sometimes it's nice to come outside and you don't got to worry about nobody. It's yep. peace and quiet. <laughs> But yeah, so what are some type of foods that us moms can actually implement in our lives to eat to give us that more energy? Because you know, we're always tired. Yeah, I think this is not a food, but I do want to speak to it. And then I'll get into the food piece as well. But hydration is really important. Um, staying hydrated is really important. It'll help with sugar cravings. It helps um, with energy. It helps so many parts of our body. So hydration is a big thing, not food related. Um, but as far as food goes, I'm a big proponent of whole foods, of eating foods in their most natural form. So the less amount of processing, the better. So think fruits, vegetables, nuts. Um, obviously, we can't avoid processed foods. And a lot of times, I don't know what season of life you're or stage of life you're in with your kids. But I feel like for me, we're on the go a lot. So it's really finding healthy on the go things. So you can't avoid all the packaged things, but just make sure you understand what's in the ingredients. I love made good bars, kind bars, um, popcorn, just make sure the foods are, are have the least amount of processing. And those are probably going to give you the most energy. But I think the key is to really know what works for you and your body type. I have a four day energy experiment where I'll walk clients through figuring out which foods energize them and which foods deplete them because it's different for all of us. And so you might feel like kale really gives you a lot of energy, whereas kale might drain my energy, but it's promoted as this health food. <laughs> Right. Right. Yeah. That is, Oh, thank you so much for that. Yeah. Because I do know, and I found this out actually, cause my daughter, um, she loves dairy, but I have to like keep her grounded from not too much dairy. Um, I found out that popcorn, pears, peaches, strawberries are really, really high in fiber. And you really want that. Also, I found out for me as a mom, after having my daughter, I've had like not really bowel issues, but I've had constipation, like, and I normally don't have that. So I found out, you know, eating some fruits and different uh, vegetables, as well as, of course, hydration, 
Yep. Good job. Key. <laughs> that is key. You know, as moms, our health actually declines quite a bit or it changes because all the hormones through those nine months, it's crazy. And a lot of moms don't understand that until afterwards and start figuring out like, why is my body feeling this way? Why is my body, you know, reflecting off of certain foods that I normally eat, but can't eat now, you know, it's, it's because of those hormones and lack of sleep and all that stuff. So um, I do want to touch on, cause you touched on about sugar cravings. That's a big one. I've never, I'm, I'm not a sweet person, but all of a sudden now I can tell when I'm stressed is that I crave a lot of sugar. Can you go into depth about the sugar cravings as moms and what it can do to us and how you can not necessarily prevent it, but substitute it with the healthy way? Yeah, absolutely. And I love that. And I love that you have awareness that when you're stressed, you want sugar. Like, I love that that piece is there for you. Um, And it's, you know, our body's way of trying to soothe and calm down because when we eat the sugar, we get that dopamine fix in the brain, which makes us feel really good. But then after a while, it affects our blood sugar and it comes crashing down. And that's when we get hangry and irritable and all the bad things. Um, the ways that we don't want to show up as moms, I should say. So sugar is very real. It's a very socially acceptable way of soothing and dealing and handling stress and things we maybe don't want to deal with. Um, so I love to encourage people to ask what am I really craving right now? Because the craving, again, is a messenger of something that our body needs. So are we needing more sweetness in other areas of our life? Are we needing um, more sleep? Because sometimes when we're, we're tired, our bodies crave energy, which is sugar. That's a natural form of energy, and it's really easy to grab. Um, so really kind of become a detective around your cravings and ask what's going on. But I love to do simple swaps because I don't believe in deprivation. I believe if we tell ourselves we can't have something or we shouldn't have something, we want it all the more where the mind goes, the man follows. So I love to do simple swaps and some great simple swaps would be coconut sugar um, in place of regular sugar because it's low glycemic. So it's gonna help stabilize your blood sugar instead of make it go all over. That's a great one. Fruits are a great source of natural sugar. Um, spices like cinnamon and cardamom can be really great for adding some sweetness. We personally love the Enjoy Life chocolate chips. They are dairy-free and they're free of all the allergens. Um, that's kind of my go-to, but just really, you know, find something that that's, you know, as whole or as natural as it can be and go for that. Thank you. Yes, that is so, so true. Because um, I, I found out that I was quite stressed yesterday because I really, really was craving sugar. And I was like, I want something so bad, but I'm also thirsty, but I really don't want water, but I want something sweet, but I don't want juice. And then I don't want pop. So I found out, I was like, well, I got cans of fruit in there. I mean, even though, you know, it's preserved and everything with, you know, high things of sugar, but it also was still fruit. So I was like, it's still Mm kind of healthy. (laughs) So it does help. And it's very, very high in fiber as well. So I do know that. Um, But yeah, thank you so much for that insight. I love that. And so since you are a mom as well, I like to ask all my moms this question. Um, So what type of self-care routine do you have to continue to be a fearless mom? Yeah, I think there's a difference between self-care and pampering. And I had this realization probably two years ago. I feel like we put so much emphasis on self-care being like getting your hair done and your nails. And and that may very well be a form of self-care care for me that falls more under pampering because self-care 
are the basic things I need to do to show up as the mom I want to be. And so for me, those things are nice, but I don't feel like they help me show up any better. I feel like for me, it's the basics of making sure I'm getting exercise, you know, four to four to six times a week, making sure that I'm getting up early and having some time alone in a quiet house to yes. read and pray and journal, create that space for my day. I feel like that's a self-care routine. Um, I feel like doing lavender Epsom salt baths are a self-care routine because it's, you know, calming, it's relaxing, it's giving my body the magnesium that it needs through the Epsom salts. Um, and really just kind of making sure I'm nourishing my body with those foods and what I'm taking in every day. Like what, what am I subjecting my mind to? Because where the mind goes, the man follows. And if I'm sitting there on social all day, I'm crabby and that's not self-care. That's not how I want to show up. So it's really just making sure I do those daily foundational things that, that I consider self-care for me. It's amazing. Thank you for sharing because I agree. My self-care is journaling for 10 minutes reading for 20, exercising for 25 and meditation at, uh, for five minutes. So that's a whole hour worth of feeding your mind, body, and soul. So you got to do that because otherwise you won't be able to show up for your kids, your significant other, for your business, or even for yourself, you know? So that's very important. I want to thank you for sharing that. And so before we go, I want to ask you, of course, what is one big piece of advice you want to leave with my fearless moms today? I feel like there are so many different stages of motherhood and they all have different things that go with them. And I feel like there's this societal norm that you really need to enjoy every season because you're going to miss it. And there's almost this pressure that if you don't love the season you're in, that that, that makes you a bad mom, or there's the feeling of guilt or shame or condemnation that we put on ourselves because we're not doing what people say we should be. We, we're not feeling what people say we should feel about this season, season of motherhood. And I just kind of want to break that because I feel like for me, I am really loving the season we're in right now. My kids are a little bit older and I was talking with another mom last week and we were like, we, we loved the baby stage. We love the toddler stage. And there was so much good in that, but I feel like where we are now is just kind of my sweet spot. And so savor every season that you're in and don't, don't allow yourself to feel those feelings of guilt or shame or condemnation. If you enjoy one season more than the other, it doesn't make you a bad mom. Like it just means that maybe there's an age group that you resonate with more and that's okay. So just push, push all those feelings away. Cause I did that for so long. Like the newborn stage was so hard for me. And I had all these people saying, oh my gosh, you should enjoy every minute. You're going to miss this. And it's the best. And I didn't feel that way. And because I didn't feel what they were telling me I should feel, I thought it made me a bad mom. And that's just not true. I think we all have seasons and stages. They have great parts. They have some parts that maybe we don't love. And it just makes up the journey to motherhood. And we're going to like some stages better than others. I agree with you that you could not have said that better. Like literally, <laughs> that is literally the message I want to get out to my moms. Like I have this app that is like for moms to connect with each other. It's called peanut. I saw on a post that a, a mom, she had to put herself as anom uh, anonymous to ask a question, a simple question that no one should even have to answer because it's for her. Like she asks, is it okay for me to sit on the couch with my son and watch TV all day for today? I'm like, of course you can. Whatever helps you stay sane and whatever helps your child to be with you. Regardless if it's screen time, your child's not going to 
remember the show. Your child's going to remember that I sat here with mommy on the couch watching TV all day and they're going to be happy about it. It's none of anyone else's business. And that's why I try to tell my moms, don't let other people tell you how to run your life because you are the one that's dealing with what you do. You have your own schedule. You have your own children. No one understands what you go through. So their opinions should not matter. And I want to thank you for that piece of advice, because that is so important. Thank you so, so much. And so Melissa, you gave us some amazing tips today on health and sugar and stress and things and like that. So how can my moms get a hold of you if they have questions? My website is free, the number two, the letter B coaching.com. So free to be coaching.com. I'm all about freedom and helping moms really find that freedom and that fearlessness around food and in their bodies and in their lives. So free to be coaching is a reflection of that. So you can be free to be the mom that you're made to be and that you want to be and that you feel called to be. So free to be coaching.com. And there's the long story. behind it. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, Mamas, I'll put all of that information down in the show notes and I will talk to you guys soon. Thank you again, Melissa, for joining us. And I will talk to you guys soon. Bye. Thanks, Mary. Okay. This episode was so amazing. Wouldn't you agree? Want to hear more episodes like this? All you have to do is subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform so you would never miss out on a guest episode just like this one. If you found value or inspiration today, don't forget to leave a rating on iTunes and or feedback in the comment section. Looking forward to talking to you soon, beauty.